You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. See if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity be a roadblock in your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't try distracted Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use when vehicle is in operation, compatible device and vehicle required. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Have you ever looked at a portrait and wondered, who was this person really? It's really a love story. Harriet was motivated by love. And he became known for his undercover reporting. He got himself arrested. And also he's a tremendous dresser, LL Cool J. I'm Kim Sayed, director of the National Portrait Gallery and your host on Portraits. Find us wherever you get your podcasts. Episode three of the Workout Wednesday podcast. My name is Anthony. Thank you if this is the third podcast you've listened to. Thanks for that. If this is the first one, thanks for joining me. You can go back and listen to the other two. This podcast is going to be a little different. So the first one was more about your fitness. Second one was about your diet. This isn't going to be really about either. We'll touch on both of those subjects, but it's really about setting up challenges for yourself and Um, To kind of go along with that theme, this week's challenge is going to be to to set up something down the road that you have to tackle. The reason I have this guest on this podcast specifically is because I feel like she's a great example of just seeing something and jumping right into it and putting all your effort into it and just seeing where it goes. Someone who has been in a lot of different arenas, if you will, and just I think is a great motivation. So let's just jump into it. Whitney from Onnit Fitness and the Onnit Academy. How's it going? I'm amazing. So good. How about yourself? I'm doing well. The reason I wanted to get you on this podcast is because you have, I feel like in the short time that I've known you, because we were we recorded the first Workout Wednesday video, what, like two and a half, maybe three years ago, something like that? Mm-hmm, exactly. You've done so many different things. You're You have like backstage interviews, but you've also been a fighter. You've been in the pageant world. You're coming out with a docu-series. So I think all the different things you've done, you've had to obviously stay in shape for all of them. And I'm sure that they're all kind of different, different things to get prepared for, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm just the type of person that likes to try everything. I can't stick with one thing, actually. <laughs> so I like to just bounce around. Um, but I guess, you know, I was an athlete my entire life. And from the moment I was about, I don't know, five years old, I started playing soccer. And then it was gymnastics. And then it was sailing and it was surfing and track and field and soccer and the list just goes on 
And um, so I feel like I've always kind of had that competitive drive, which is what keeps me in all kinds of different sports and, and competitions, you know, at that. So when I started, I went into pageants, which is a completely different set of skills and muscles and fitness and everything that you need for fighting, which is, you know, how to yeah. hit somebody in the face and how to not get hit in the face. <laughs> well, how do you, <laughs> so as you can imagine, off, it's very different. How do you transition from being an athlete growing up to actually getting into the pageant world? And you were, what, was it Miss Texas 2012? What I was, was the Miss exact? Texas. Yeah, I was Miss Texas United States. And then I was Miss United States that same year. Okay, so how do you get into that world? So very bizarre, actually. Um, I actually did my very first pageant when I was 15, and a girlfriend of mine said, hey, there's Miss Corpus Christi, USA, why don't you come compete? And I said, okay, whatever. But I, I, I have to tell you, I was the biggest tomboy growing up. Like I would basically wear my brother's clothes and play like flag football in the front yard. So me going from being such an athlete and such a tomboy to competing in pageants was not only a shock for me, but it was a shock for my entire, you know, friend and family group. They didn't know what the heck I was doing. <laughs> um, was super confused. Super confused because I was also, I was competing in surfing at the time. So I was late to rehearsals sunburned because <laughs> I was surf, I was surfing in a competition that morning. And so it was just like, who is this insane person? I show up and um, I ended up winning. And then I didn't do anything for about six years. It was just pageants. You know, I was more into sports at that point. Okay. And um, I also felt like they were trying to groom me into someone I wasn't really comfortable being. I didn't really know how I was basically giving people answers that they wanted to hear. And that okay. wasn't the true authentic me. So I just didn't do it anymore. I was a professional wake surfer in college and competing and teaching wakeboarding. And then again, the phone rings. And I guess I'm like 22, 21 at the time. Another girlfriend of mine said, hey, Miss Texas is coming up um, next weekend. Do you want to compete? And I right off the bat told her no. I thought that was just an insane idea. And I you know, didn't really agree with kind of how some pageants were run or okay. kind of the stigma around it. Long story short, I decided that if I didn't do it, I would regret it because I wanted, I at least had to know, right? Because yeah. that's my personality. So a week later, I'm with borrowed dress, shoes, everything, and um, went to Miss Texas and said that I'm going in here completely as myself with no training for six years and going to be Whitney. And, I, you know, it worked out. I won Miss uh, Texas and then went on to Miss United States and won that. It's like the last thing people do, but when you finally realize that you can just be yourself and you can be comfortable, it's amazing how many great things happen after that moment. Oh, 100%. And it's also just people can tell when you're not being yourself. Yeah. Like No matter what face you put on, there there's some sort of like, I don't know if it's, you know, if you want to get into it, but if it's energy or whatever it is, but you can pick up when someone's not being authentic. And then when they are being authentic, it's just like a completely different person. You, you are automatically way more attracted to them yeah there's there's you can tell honesty you can feel honesty i think yep 100 percent. 100 percent. after you won miss texas obviously you did that kind of almost on a whim you had what a week to prepare yep one week probably less than a week i had to be in galveston on i guess that was a friday and my girlfriend called me saturday or sunday this wow. that weekend before yeah well, after you won that and you know you knew at that point you were going to go for miss usa how do you train for something like that? Because I think there's a stigma around 
any type of beauty related thing, whether it's a beauty pageant or covers of magazines or whatever, it's just like, oh, that girl doesn't eat and that's how she stays so thin or whatever. Like, how do you, how do you train for something like that? Yeah, you know, and that was something that I honestly dealt with too. Being an athlete my whole life, I could basically eat whatever I wanted to eat because I was constantly training. When I went into pageants, you know, I wasn't really competing. I wasn't training for something to compete physically, you know. It was more training mentally and how you're going to walk and talk and that that sort of thing. Um, So dealing with, oh, my God, am I going to be skinny enough was an issue for me. Also, the fact that I have a very athletic body. So you see my body compared to anybody else in the pageant world, and you're like, that doesn't make any sense. I'm shorter than all of the girls, and I walk around with veins in my arms and a six-pack just because that's how my body has been trained since I was five years old. And so that was – I dealt with, like, some insecurities around that, but that's one of the reasons why I wanted to do it so bad was to show you can be yourself. You can have the body that you want as long as you're – love it, and as long as you really support that, then people are going to pick up on it. And so training for me was a lot of high-intensity workouts I really liked, and that's when I started to get uh, connected with Onnit. So I was doing battle ropes, and I was doing kettlebells and and things like that. And then, of course, uh, Tabata's on the treadmill. That always – I found that always, like, really kicked my body into high gear when I needed to be on stage. Go into that for, for people who are like, oh, maybe I want to try something like this. Like, what was your go-to kind of workout if you were getting ready to go on stage? So I would do Tabatas on the battle ropes. Can you break down what that is for people who are listening and may not know exactly what that is yet? Yeah, absolutely. So um, a Tabata is basically X amount of work with X amount of rest. And so I would usually do anywhere from 20 to 40 seconds of maximal effort. So if I'm on the battle ropes, I'm just crushing the battle ropes for 20 to 40 seconds. And then you give yourself, you know, about 10 to 20 seconds of rest in between. And you can do that for 8, 10 rounds, however you, however many rounds you want to do it. But it basically, when you go through that, even after you're done working out, you continue to um, – burn fat even when you're not in because your body put in so much work within that and it's really short it's a really short workout you can go in you can bang it out and you get out within 30 minutes the actual the video that we did the first time that we linked up for workout wednesday when i was in new york you actually brought battle ropes up to new york and i can speak to this on a personal level it kicked my absolute ass i mean i was doing that you had me (laughs) alternating different ways to do the battle ropes and everything but it is a really good workout it is, and you can add – you don't have to just statically stand there. You can add squats while you're alternating battle ropes. You can do lunges. You can do jumps, the whole thing. So it's a full-body, just massive workout. All right, and then you transferred from doing – being in the pageant life and doing those things, and then you started fighting and kickboxing. <laughs> yeah, so crazy you, idea. Huh? How do you make that transition <laughs> first off? How do you, what is that trigger that goes off in your head and says, I'm going to punch some people in the face? Me, me just being insane and wanting to try everything. But um, <laughs> I actually, I started watching the UFC and thought that, oh, that's kind of cool. And let me tell you that I have never been in a fight in my entire life previous to this. Like, I wasn't a fighter growing up. I didn't get in, like, a street fight. I'd never had punched somebody in the face or had been punched in the face. So I had no clue what the hell I was doing. And um, but I started watching the UFC and thought it was pretty cool. And I, and I started doing kind of uh, some kickboxing because people would come through on it and fighters would come through on it. And I get to watch them train and train with them. Oh, real quick. And um, 
just for people who are jumping into the podcast for the first time, can you explain what on it is and how, what your involvement is there? Just so people yeah, totally. hear the name and know what we're talking about. Uh-huh. On it is a total human optimization company. So we have all kinds of all natural supplements like Alpha Brain, people may have heard of, Shroom Tech Sport, things like that. And we also have a gym here in Austin, Texas. We have Tenth Planet and Dwayne Bang Muay Thai all here in in Austin. And it's basically total human optimization. You want to eat right, you want to live right, you want to work out with the top trainers, you want to supplement your body with all natural, top um, clinical studied, tested um, supplements. And so it's really just, it's basically a lifestyle. <laughs> and the way I actually got connected with on it was I saw the really cool kettlebells that you guys produce and reached yeah. out. And they, if you've ever seen yeah. like the zombie kettlebells or the gorilla face kettlebells, that's also on it. Right. And now we have like Captain America plates yep. that you can get. We just, we have a new star Wars deal. Um, there's just, just all kinds of Marvel. We're doing like all the different Marvel kettlebells. It's going to be sick. It is cool because I feel like what on it does really well is it makes working out fun. It's not, it's not as buttoned up as it sometimes is in other places. Right. Yeah. No, go in there and have a good time. Plus you're swinging around monkey heads. I mean, that's pretty (laughs) cool. (laughs) So you're, you were starting to train at on it. Yeah, I was training at on it. I met their CEO who is Aubrey Marcus, who is now my fiance. We met when I was Miss Texas and I was looking for sponsors to go to Miss United States. And I basically came in and asked for a sponsorship and that was almost six years ago now, and we're now engaged. And so during that time, I was training here, and the fighters would come through, and I would start, you know, kind of hitting mitts a little bit, and I'd watch them and be really impressed and just kind of, like, inspired. And realized, though, that there was a, a martial art called jujitsu, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, where you got to basically fight and spar with people all out, but you're not getting hit or kicked in the face. Um, so Convenient. I was like, cool, I'm down with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I started training jujitsu a little bit, um, and I honestly hated it at first. I thought it sucked. I wasn't good at it, and usually throughout my life, when I tried some sort of like athletic ability, I was I did decently good at it. Mm-hmm. And um, but this one just took a lot of determination and concentration, and at the same time, relaxing. It was very it's difficult because it's. You have to go in there and be so relaxed and you have to focus on your breath. And, but then at the same time, you're fighting somebody. So it's like, how do you fight relaxed? Yeah, it right? sounds like it contradicts um, each other. Exactly, exactly. So that's also what drew me to the sport. And uh, so I started training that and, you know, decided, let's do this. I want to take either an MMA fight or a kickboxing fight or whatever. My goal is, you know, to take one MMA, one kickboxing, and one boxing, check all the boxes off, and call it this. So you just want to get one um, of each of them and then call, and then that's it. That's all you need. Yeah. I mean, I say that now, right? But <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we'll see. We'll see. Because I had one bo- boxing match this last um, August, and it was the hardest and the scariest thing I've ever done, but the most rewarding and most awesome thing I've ever done. Well, how did it end? Who won? Uh, so it was an exhibition match. Okay. So we didn't have judges, but um, – we did tally everything up, and at the end of it, I won every round. You know, and this is kind of the um, the theme for this specific podcast is kind of challenging yourself. And with the two stories you just gave, with your fighting story and with the pageant world, what I think is so incredible is you did two of the things that most people would think are the scariest things you could possibly do. One is to get in front of people and be judged on a number of factors, but a lot of it is your appearance and your your fitness level. 
Mm-hmm. And the other thing is to go into a ring and have someone literally attack you. Yeah, you know, I've never really thought of it that way, but you're right. <laughs> but the, but if you really think, those are probably t- people's biggest fears. One is getting into a fight, and the other is being judged by a group of strangers. Right, and public speaking, and yeah. you're in a bikini. <laughs> exactly. And I think it's great for this podcast because you should challenge yourself. And you don't have to go to that extreme. I'm not telling everyone that's listening to this podcast right now to go enter uh, a pageant or go get punched in the face. But <laughs> go find something that you're actually scared of. And, and do it because you're never going to push yourself until you actually do that. Even It doesn't even have to be anything big. It can yeah. be something small. Go join a new workout class or do a cooking class or learn a new language or just something that's slightly out of your comfort zone because you almost get momentum. You feel inspired after doing something like that, and you're going to have the momentum to want to try new things constantly. Now, as someone who clearly is doing a lot of different things, what is something you still want to check off your bucket list? What's something that still kind of scares you or worries you or you're uncomfortable with it? You're like, I need to tackle that thing. It's funny. I mean, I have a lot of things I want to tackle off my bucket list. Like I want to chase tornadoes. I want to swim with great white sharks. I want to do things like that. But my main thing, and this has been kind of an overarching theme of this past weekend, it's funny you bring it up now, is um, my biggest fear in life is singing, is singing in front of people. And but I love to sing, but I'm absolutely terrified to do it in front of anybody. And I had a long conversation about this yesterday about that being I have one concrete fear that I know exactly what it is. And a lot of people are thinking like, oh, well, I don't know, maybe this or maybe this or maybe this. No, yeah. like this is 100 percent mine. And I know exactly how to conquer it. It's just doing it. So. So how are you how are you going to conquer it? So I think it's just kind of taking the steps to do it, seeing in front of one person and then three people and then 50 people. I don't know. I'm just going to have to start taking the steps to break that fear down because if you have a fear, whether you think about it or not, it really does dictate your everyday life. Yeah. You're kind of holding yourself back. You're limiting yourself. Even that, like singing probably limits myself and my relationships. It probably limits myself um, when I go after things in my career. You know, like it really does bleed over. And so finding your fear and going for it and not you don't have to jump in completely. If of you course. need to take smaller steps, take take smaller steps, but know that you can eventually get to the end of it. And it's going to just create more space in your life. And you can only take those small steps if you take the first one. And that's identifying what your fear is or what that one obstacle you want to overcome is. And you did that with singing. And now you just have to take those other steps. But the first right. but that first step is figuring out what it is. And that's what everyone should do at some point. And the goal for everyone this week is to figure out what that is and to sign up for something that will help you overcome that goal, whether it's running a half marathon and finding a one that takes place in six months from now and then setting a date and going for it. You know, you have to start somewhere. Right. You got to start somewhere. And when you do find it out, speak it, you know, put it into awareness, put it out there, tell a friend, tell a family member, because that's also, you know, step one. Because you want someone to hold you accountable and maybe ask you about it. So if you're not telling anybody, then you're you're a little bit afraid to tell that person anyway, just in case they're going to check in with you and you still haven't done it. You know, it's like, so tell somebody, put it out there. Yeah, and once you say it out loud, then it's real. If you're just going over things in your head, those are just random thoughts. But if you actually go to someone you know and love and you tell them, that that puts it out there in the world. Now it's real. Mm-hmm. Yep. Obviously, on this podcast, I love when people email questions or tweet questions, whatever it is. And this is one that I actually held on for two weeks because I knew you were going to be on the podcast. 
and I think you're the perfect person to answer it. This is from a woman, obviously. What's the best way for a woman to start lifting weights? The weight section can be a little intimidating. And that was a direct email from someone. Yeah, it can be intimidating, right? I mean, you walk into a room and there's 75 different kinds of weights and bands and whatever it is. Yeah. I would I would start simple. Like you don't don't think you have to go super heavy, don't think you have to go super light. Like let's let's start simple. And if it's, you know, go, if you want to work out your arms, do flies, you know, or do bicep curls or if you want to do legs, just grab some weights and do some lunges with it. Like don't go in there thinking you have to do all of these crazy movements because I think in the day and age of Instagram and everything, you see people go in there and they're just they're hanging upside down with one weight by their foot and the <laughs> yeah. other one in their, their hand, you know? So just go in there and keep it as simple as possible. And once you start to get more comfortable, you can advance and you can make things a little bit more challenging. But go in there, keep it simple, have some fun. Are there any um, resources on that on it provides, like whether it's a YouTube channel or a website or anything that people can kind of get acquainted with stuff? Oh, yeah. We have tons of free online content. You just go to onit.com. Um, and then we have the Onnit Academy, and I believe that's just onnitacademy.com, and there's just tons of basically anything you want to know about working out, if it's mobility, if it's stretching, if it's weightlifting, if it's barbells, anything. And that's um, onnit.com. Yep, that's correct, onnit.com. All right, what else do we have here? <laughs> oh, another question, and I, lo I love this because you can tell where people's priorities are. What do you do to keep a clean diet but still party and drink alcohol on the weekends? <laughs> they must follow me on Instagram. <laughs> well, yeah, you are you yeah. and your fiance are both people who are very fit, but you still enjoy life. You still go out there and and drink alcohol and go to parties on the weekends and stuff. Yeah, yeah, you know, I, I do. I really, actually, I mean, I I enjoy it. I have a good time. I like to go party. I like to hang out with friends. I like to do dinners and drink wine and espresso martinis and whatever else. <laughs> um, but at the same time, I like to hit the gym hard and I like to keep my body healthy. So I think it's you know a balance. Like, I like to go out and have a good time, but then the next day, um, I'm going to have green juice. I'm going to supplement my body properly. I'm going to have, like, some liver detoxifying um, drink or supplement, um, eat fairly healthy. So I think that's where the kind of the people get caught up is they go out and they get hammered, and they're hungover the next day, and they just decide to order pizza or burgers, and it kind of perpetuates the cycle, which is yeah. okay to do every once in a while. But I think if you go out and you party – like, just think about it. The next day, go get a greens juice. At least that. You can easily do that. And try to eat a little bit healthy because you're, you're already breaking your body down. Alcohol is difficult for your body to process. Um, so just be a little bit kinder to your body the next day. And I think you'll, you'll realize, one, you're going to feel better. You're not going to feel like crap from eating crappy food. Yeah. And then, two, the next day, you're probably going to want to eat as healthy as you did the first day. And it kind of just perpetuates a positive cycle. So it's really just you can break the cycle if you're having a good time, but just get back onto it as quickly as possible. Absolutely. Like or if you know you're about to go out and party, I drink greens juice all the time. But um, if I know I'm having a big, you know, super fun weekend of drinking and dancing and whatever else, I'm going to have greens juices like stocked. And you mentioned taking some supplements here and there. And obviously on it offers supplements. But could you talk about supplements and, like, is there anything that you always take or something that you take on a certain day or after you drink or something that people should probably look into adding into their weekly or daily regimen? Yeah, I mean, um, so for on it particularly, something I bring with me everywhere, it's in my purse, day in, day out, and I think it helps with drinking and just detoxifying anyways, is our gut pack. And so it's, like, packed with prebiotics and probiotics. Um, 
and different kind of um, liver detoxifying herbs and stuff. And that really helped me. Okay, how, me. How does that help? Yeah, no, it just makes me feel better. It, if you ever have any like tummy aches or you get gassy or you're just eating crappy food, it just it'll help you digest all of that. And when I say like digestive enzymes, some people think, oh, great, I'm going to have to run to the bathroom <laughs> and poop for the rest of the day. No, 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 I don't mean that at all. It just helps you digest it a little bit easier. So you're not constipated or you're not, you know, you don't you don't feel gassy. You don't feel bloated. Um, and your gut biome is something that's extremely important to the other functions of your body. It almost it dictates just about everything. Um, and they're coming out with crazy research on that. And so just having some, one pack that has basically everything you need for gut health uh, makes it really easy for me. Well, this is officially the second podcast in a row where someone's talked about pooping. So there's that. I got that oh, going for right. me. <laughs> pooping pooping is, is uh, important. Um. <laughs> So what else do you have coming up? I know right now you're um, hosting for Glory Kickboxing. I am. And then you were talking to me earlier about your uh, the docu-series coming out on YouTube. Yeah. So on top of everything else, I, I one, one thing I'm actually really passionate about is talking about love, sex, and relationships because it's, you know, something that we all deal with. We're either in a relationship or we want a relationship or we just got out of a relationship. Yeah. It's just what it, how it works. And so I'm doing a docu-series on YouTube called Love Undressed. And I'm basically going through different um, topics when it pertains to love, sex, and relationships and breaking them down. So, for example, the first episode is going to be on marriage, and I'm going to ask the question, is marriage broken? We'll talk to different um, experts in the field. We'll do some interviews. You'll kind of get my, you know, thoughts on it and also just some ways that can either help your marriage or a different way of thinking and just like all these different perspectives pertaining to love, sex, and relationships. And when does that start airing? When does that go live on YouTube? So that should go live next month in February. I don't really quite know, but I was just maybe, maybe Valentine's Day now that I'm thinking about it. That'd be appropriate. (laughs) (laughs) Right? I think so. So Whitney, if people want to follow you, if they want to just ask you questions personally, where can everyone uh, kind of follow along and see your whole journey? Um, so you can follow me on Instagram. I'm pretty active on there, and it's Miss Two Jits, M-I-S-S, the number two, J-I-T-S, and that stands for Miss United States to Jiu-Jitsu, kind of how I got that name. Makes sense. And I'm a complete open book, so any questions on love, sex, and relationships, or fitness, or fighting, or pageants, anything, I'm completely open. I try to answer as many questions as I possibly can. Well, listen, thank you so, so very much for uh, making some time out and recording this podcast with me. Appreciate it. And uh, good luck with everything. Good luck with the, uh, the docuseries. Yeah, thanks so much. I had a blast. So as I'm going to do on this podcast every single week is I'm going to challenge you and myself actually at the same time to do something to better yourself. So the first week it was to drink the appropriate amount of water, uh, which I know personally has made me feel a lot better. The second challenge in podcast number two is to make sure that we're getting enough sleep. So for me, that was going to be six hours of sleep. I wake up around 4.15 in the morning, so I was trying to get to bed and be asleep by 10. I haven't always fallen asleep at that time, but I'm at least getting myself into bed now between 10 and 10.15, and it's actually easier for me to fall asleep now because I'm on kind of that schedule. This week's going to be a little different. It's not something you're going to do week over week, um, but you're going to set up a challenge for yourself. You're going to look out ahead and say, okay, do I want to run a 5K, a half marathon? Do I want to try a triathlon? Do I, it doesn't have to be anything physical, but those are just some good examples. Do you want to go to an open mic night? Do you want to go take a, uh, 
improv class, sign up for something that's going to take a little bit of courage, something that you don't do already. Maybe it's three three months down the road. Maybe it's six months down the road. But before the year is over, find something that's going to challenge you and make sure you tell someone. Tweet it. You can even mess email me, whatever you want to do. Make sure you tell someone so it becomes real. I think that's kind of the whole theme here for this uh, specific podcast. Again, thank you so much for hanging out with me. Make sure you uh, follow along on the podcast. Hit the follow button or the subscribe button, depending on what platform you're on. It'll be posted every single Wednesday right here on iHeartRadio. And next week, I know I'm going to have another diet person on the podcast. So if you've got questions, hit me up at Worst Anthony, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram, at Worst Anthony. And uh, you can always email mydayfridayshow at gmail.com. Thanks for hanging out with me for another week. Have you ever looked at a portrait and wondered, who was this person really? It's really a love story. Harriet was motivated by love. And he became known for his undercover reporting. He got himself arrested. And also he's a tremendous dresser, LL Cool J. I'm Kim Sayed, director of the National Portrait Gallery and your host on Portraits. Find us wherever you get your podcasts. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.